This is Financially Tuned with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Bill Altman to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Good morning and welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Bill Altman, my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, welcome. Thank you. Last week, we missed you big time. Um, But I did learn a little bit, Tony, about some skills that you have, which is pretty cool, uh, from Mr. Wayne Schmidt. So we'll talk Uh a little bit about that Uh today. Um, But how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm a little worried about what Wayne said about me, but I've worked with Wayne for a long time now, about five years. And uh, as far as I think he's like our senior, uh, he's our chief investment officer for uh, Gradient Investments. He works over there and Wow, what a great guy. I'm so glad you were able to have him on the show last week. Uh, Sorry I couldn't join you guys, but you did great. And Wayne's always fun to talk to. Have you ever met a nicer guy than Wayne Schmidt? No, he's truly just the, uh, you know, he's a great, great guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, so a lot lot of fun. I really enjoy him, and he's just, uh, you know, just a good old boy, just a fantastic person. Wealth of information, too, when it comes to the markets and investments, but but I've been great. Uh, I've been doing good. How about you, Bill? Have you been keeping busy over there? Slightly, absolutely. (laughs) You know, it always seems to keep busy, and now that the kids are back in school, we're back in... We're back in a routine, which is really, really nice. Uh, you know, summers are always too short, I think. Uh, you know, and, and we were talking, Tony, about, you know, over in Minnesota, Minneapolis, you have your uh the, the fair and the state fair kids you know, work the fair or they or they're at the lake they're working um, until Labor Day basically and then after Labor Day they go back to school and I remember that's the way it was here in Omaha as well when I was growing up but uh, it, you know I don't see I, it's earlier and earlier each year but I know I was ready for them to get back to school I think they down deep were ready to get back to school I think yeah oh yeah for sure uh, I think so too. I, I think uh, people are ready to get back, and uh, it it helps the parents too. Uh, the kids are ready to go back to school, but uh, for us, it helps because it gets them back into a routine. We know where they're at during the days. <laughs> that helps, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a big deal, you know. It, but you know, your your kids are a little bit older than mine, and and so. You know, we, we for these younger kids. I mean, it's there, and I'm sure for the older ones too. I'm just not there yet. They're just racing around constantly, right? Right. You know, and, and it's a very very hands on. Um, but again, they had a great summer. Uh, we didn't really have too much of a spring here in Omaha, as everybody knows. We kind of skipped right from winter to summer. It felt like, and now we've really got some beautiful weather. This uh, weekend's been hot, but this last week there are some gorgeous days and some storms right before that. So we never really know what to expect. If we don't like the weather, we just wait a day. It will change in Omaha. That's our motto. And it certainly does. So, and I'm, I like snow. So when winter does come around, I'm warning everybody, I'm going to be praying for snow. I'm just letting you know, <laughs> you're, you're going to be mad at me. Oh but, no. But you're one of pretty. those guys. 
Uh, I, yes, yeah, I am. <laughs> I, yeah, I, li- I love seeing the kids play. I love seeing the the white all over the ground, and yep. and I actually I kind of have a little fun driving in it. Too. I'm sure you do. Well, and now you got that uh, cool Jeep of yours. You can just plow through the snow with that, right? Oh, that's right. I do. I have to put the top and doors back on though before that <laughs> yeah, happens. Yeah, that's the bummer uh, with that vehicle <laughs> in the winter. But yeah. So you, my kids are the same way though. They can't. They want more snow. They heard that the farmer's almanac said that this is going to be a mild winter, and that that just came out. The new farmer's almanac just said that that was a news story. I heard this last week, and uh, my kids are all bummed. They, they want they want more snow, more blizzards, right? Well, well, they'll see. We'll see what happens, right? Right. Yeah, that's good. Yep. Well, hey, speaking of uh, Wayne Schmidt and markets, uh, I know that. Uh, you said you wanted to talk a bit about um, this big scary thing with horns, the bull. Oh, you want to grab the bull? The bull you, you're going to grab the bull by its horns. You got so it. To speak. Yeah, longest bull run in history for the market. So yeah, we just for the stock market, yep. right? You know, right here in the United States, we crossed the longest bull run, and it, you know, it's it's it, it's been a wild bull run. It, you know, we definitely see some dips along the way, but nothing. Uh, uh, too, uh, too much to correct us to a point where we enter a bear market. So we're still in a bull market. And a lot of analysts say we're going to continue this bull market. So, you know, who knows? Who knows what happens? But actual fundamentals, we talked to Wayne last week. Fundamentals look pretty solid. Earnings look pretty solid. And those drive stock prices, bottom line. And regardless what's happened politically, um, we still have earnings. You know, we still have a real market, a real market here, folks. And ones that captures earnings and takes a look and prices everything based off of real performance and fundamentals and not so much technical analysis. So um, fundamentals we think are very important. They're crucial. Balance sheets, cash flow positions, the whole nine yards, all those kind of things make a really, really big difference in actual stock prices. So longest bull run in history, how long will it go? And that's that's what everybody's kind of placing bets on right now. Yeah. Well, it's amazing. I mean, basically, uh, after the crash of 2008, uh, the market recovery just kept going up and up and up and then started setting records. And I, I forget how many records were set as far as uh, market increase in the stock market in 2017, but it just kept hitting new highs. And we're basically still, um, we're basically uh, still in that bull market then what you're, is what you're saying. That's right. So for a long time, we were in the second longest bull run in history, which was kind of cool to to you know to think about and read about. And and then on on this past Wednesday here, um, a bull market that began on March 9th, two thousand nine, ran for three thousand four hundred and fifty three days up until the Wednesday, and it's still going as of right now. We haven't seen any type of of pullback, you know. And so we're really in a situation where the markets have quadrupled since that 2009 date. You know, and we have to think about that for a second and think about our own portfolios. Are there certain securities or certain positions that you have in your portfolio that may have decent gains and maybe sometimes it's a prudent to take some of those gains and profits off the table and cash them in and reinvest? And we look at all those type of things on rebalancing your portfolio and what is best to do um, for your situation, your risk tolerance, tolerance and, and uh, you know, how much you actually have, how much you need in retirement, what you have to supplement your own income with, right? Yep. Much of that money, much of that supplement comes from 
your own assets. So what have you what have you saved? What is in retirement? What's going on? What is your debt situation? And we look at all of those pieces and say, well, what is the optimal portfolio for this type of person? Or you know, or I should say, really, this person, period, not type of person, because each and every situation is different. We see that each and every situation is different. So we really have to make sure that we're we're looking at each particular part of the uh, piece of the puzzle. And I think that's crucial. So, you know, and and why we talk about this, Tony, is because a lot of times we remember um, what's happened kind of last, right? And what's happened last since 2009 is a tremendous bull run in the stock market. And so I don't want anybody to have to go into retirement or start approaching retirement where the market does start to come back down and, you know, and we see levels that might drop us back into a bear market and it takes a 20% correction to hit that bear market. So if that happens, you, it's tough to sell at that point, right? You want to hold on and write it until it's back. And sometimes this whole greed, that nasty five letter word that we hear, greed gets in the way. And we say, hey, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're cranking here. The stock market's doing great. The longest bull run in history. Analysts say it's going to keep going. But what if it doesn't, you know? And how many times have we seen analysts be wrong? And, and it's happened a lot. And I'm not going to ever blame them for it because they, they do not have a crystal ball either. And they're not going to admit it. But they're seeing how they were trained. And they're being able to read um, the markets in a different way than the average consumer. And you know, and so they're seeing things differently, but it's not the end all be all. And they'll always admit, just like Wayne said, he doesn't have a crystal ball. He's not interested in day trading. He's interested in a good, solid portfolio, something that can really stand the test of time, even in down markets. And that's really what we look at. And that's always, Tony, you know how it works here. We get back to the red money and the green money and the balance of of risk and safety and make sure that if you, we set up a balance for you that's appropriate so you don't have to worry about running out of money and number two you don't ever have to worry about hitting that panic button right we don't want to go oh the market's down 20 percent or 30 or 50 right we've seen that before in, in recent history at that time the last thing that you would want to do is sell everything off and you know, go to cash and you don't want to buy high and sell low right the opposite way around so sometimes these portfolios, some of this money, I believe that is in the stock market that's had good gains probably needs to start coming off the table a little bit and maybe a little bit more dry powders, you know, where we have some cash or something to invest, even if it's just a safer type of security, something where we can reinvest if the market does get hit and ride back up. So we look at all of these things and really try to create an optimal portfolio that number one, again, stands the test of time and number two two, uh, fits your risk tolerance, right? And, and number three provides income that you can never outlive. And if we can combine everything with red money and green money and put it together, we can create that optimal portfolio. Yeah. And, uh, that's the key right there, uh, creating a portfolio that has balance and that is going to weather the storm. I mean, uh, Bill, isn't the big concern right now, uh, then when the other shoe will drop? because of these record highs and this record bull market, because all the statistics over the years have shown that a bull market happens, what, every, or, or a bear market, a drop happens every, what, 
three years or something, and we've it, you know we've way outlasted that. Yeah, Tony, and it, the the thing about it is, is we have outlasted that tremendously. We're at the longest bull run in history. However, it's not the it's not the uh, most powerful bull run in history. Okay, so it's definitely in the record books for durability. But as for the most powerful on an annualized basis, the S&P has gained 16.5% since March of 2009. And that's a bit below the average of 22% since 1932 on the Dow. Okay, so we have to think we have to look at this and say, wait a second here. It was a huge bull market, but it wasn't necessarily the strongest bull market that we've seen. Right. But history has changed. Things have things have changed tremendously. Maybe history hasn't changed, but things have changed since then, like technology and the way they view the market. And when I was talking to somebody, I can remember freshman or sophomore year at Scott, we were in some class, I don't know exactly which one it was, but we were uh, picking out stock uh, stocks and we were kind of putting them into a, a fake portfolio, you know, and, and just kind of watching it and, you know, play money and all that kind of stuff. And I remember that we'd wait for the newspapers and we'd get the newspapers and we'd look on the back of it and look at the stock, you know, and find the, find the, the company or the ticker and say, okay, it's at $26 a share and we'd record it, right? Well, nowadays, what do we do when we want to see what, how our stock doing or how our portfolio is doing? Well, I click on my TD Ameritrade app. Um, whatever you do, Tony, is what you do, you know, right. or we turn on the TV or we punch it into, uh, you know, Google, do a Google search. What's the current price of this, you know, and bam, there it is. Second by second basis, we can see what's going on um, all the time. And I think that alone puts a little um, puts a little fear into people. And then we take a look at what's going on and we see the media and we but I always have to remind people, remember, the media sells advertising. Okay, so your TV station that you're watching, whether it's CNN or CNBC or Fox or whatever it is that you're watching, each and every one of them are selling advertising. So the stories have to be compelling, don't they? Yeah. And so sometimes stories may be a little bit more compelling than they actually are, right? Or sound more compelling because, again, they're luring uh, advertisers. I'm not saying that it's all inflated, but it is what it is. And I think everybody probably would agree with me there. You know, so the key is not necessarily guessing when this bull market is going to end, but making sure we're in the right thing at the right time, making sure that, you know, we're focused on not chasing returns. We don't want to chase those fangs necessarily, do we? The Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, Google. Right. I'm not saying stay away from them, but do you put everything in something that's done so well? No, no, no. You probably want to be a little cautious, right? Maybe look at value, maybe look at blue chips and dividends like we talk about on our Gradient 50 portfolio. Or, you know, when we look at at the G40i, our Gradient 40 international portfolio with 40 individual holdings, international blue chips all paying dividends. We see that at a discount right now. So how about take stuff that, you know, is more tried and tested and true and dividend performing and growth and income and value oriented for economies like this? And that's what we like to see right now, Tony. Yeah. Yeah, that is that's great and uh, some really good insight there. Now we do have to take a quick break here, Bill. Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we do? 
Well, absolutely, Tony. I would uh, invite everybody, give me a call. Let me take a look at your portfolio. We'll analyze it. We have a wonderful team that can really make sure that you are on the right track. You're not paying too much in fees and that you're allocated appropriately. I think that's really important in a time like this. Um, get, get a hold of us here at the office, 402-557-6730. Again, 402-557-6730. I'd love to sit down with you. All right. Sounds great. Listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Bill Altman here on Financially Tuned right after this. There are 96 different months that you could file for Social Security benefits. There are over 9,000 combinations if you're married. But that's not all. There are advanced filing strategies that can also be used. By the time you factor it all in, there are over 20,000 calculations that need to be run to find the best way to file for Social Security benefits. Call our office at 402-557-6730 or visit paradvisor.com to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report from the Premier Group. You will know exactly what to do and exactly when to do it. And welcome back to Financially Tuned. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and Bill Altman is here. Bill, great show so far, talking about how we just set uh, yet another record for the longest bull run uh, in stock market history. Uh, the markets uh, are crazy. And we have started to see some more volatility. I mean, that 2017 year was almost perfect when it comes to the market, just steady increases, no real drops. Uh, but we have seen some up and downs, but we're still in that bull market. We haven't seen a huge correction. So uh, I find that interesting. And I'm just wondering how long it can last. Uh, or should we be waiting for that other shoe to drop, Bill? That's right, Tony. And we have to look at that, right? I mean, where, when does that happen? Where is it going to happen? What sector is it going to hit? Yeah. Is it going to be the tariffs that throw everything off? And and again, that's back to the crystal ball. So we can look at fundamentals yeah. and earnings. Nobody and all those knows good for things. sure. Yeah, that's right. We don't know. We don't have the crystal ball. It's about proper allocations and proper risk tolerance for where you are at the time in your life. So whether you're me and you're a younger guy and, and have a lot of years of working ahead of me, we can allocate properly for that, a more growth oriented. I can take more risk right at my age rather than, uh, you know, when you get up to the retirement age or nearing retirement, we're going to back off a little bit because at this point, like my dad says, it's time to keep it together, right? It's time to make sure that whatever we've accumulated, whatever we've gotten into that 401k or whatever you're investing in and you're going into retirement or you're wherever you are five years away from it, let's at this point maybe pull back a little bit, right? And really focus on preservation and keeping it together because the last thing you want is your portfolio to drop, you know, 50% because the market fell into a bear market and and now you have to keep working because you don't want to sell when it's low. And that's the last thing anybody wants. So let's take the greed off the table and let's start looking at reallocating portfolios to make sure that we can focus a little on preservation. I think that's key. Yeah, that is key. And so preservation, that's good. Uh, being able to maintain, and then also having a balance, not having 100% of your nest egg in the market is probably also wise, right? 
that is absolutely right. You know, and, and Tony, we look at other things in retirement that, you know, can be something that would put us into harm's way, like health care, for instance. Yeah. And I warn everybody about the fallacies that I read. I read this all the time. And this morning I was reading an article um, that was very a re- real recent article. And I was just kind of surfing around online and I was like, you know, wait a second here. Uh, healthcare costs for a typical 65-year-old man that lives an average lifespan, which is out to 82 years old, is $189,000. So you're telling me a 65-year-old person, a man, 65-year-old man who lives until 82 years old, standard life expectancy for a 65-year-old right now, spends $189,000 on healthcare? Gosh, I don't know. Oh. I don't buy it. And, it's and, you know, un- here's the, it's here's unbelievable. The next, I mean, it's just Tony, outrageous. The next, well, this, this is the next line, though. Ready? Clearly, these aren't smart, small totals, and they don't even account for long-term care expenditures. Oh. So wait a second now. So now you're telling me we're going to spend 189 grand on health health insurance costs or health health care costs. That's how much is going to come out of our pocket. That's how this article reads. Okay, and I, I see this all the time, and I've talked about it on this show before. So we're going to spend 189 grand, and you're telling me, so we're going to spend over ten thousand dollars a year on on health care until my, the end of my life. Maybe, no, no, we never see that. I'm telling you right now, as a company who's worked in the healthcare markets for a long time, I don't see that. You know, you'll maybe see a a very small fraction of people that it might happen to, but especially when you don't include long-term care costs, no way. I mean, you'd literally be maxing out your plan every single year. You would be, you would be hitting the out-of-pocket limits on the, on the, uh, the cheapest or least expensive plan out there, you'd be hitting out-of-pocket limits every single year. And guess what? Only 1% of people hit those out-of-pocket years. So I don't buy this whole average. You know you know what this is, Tony? It's a scare tactic. Yeah. Bottom line. Yeah. So folks, if this is something, we know how to prevent this. We know how to make sure that you aren't going to spend anywhere near this. We know and have the resources to make sure that Healthcare costs in retirement, not including long-term care, of course, right? That's another subject. But regular healthcare costs in retirement, we know how to make sure that we can minimize that cost for you, and they are not a burden on you in retirement. That's key. It's very, very, very important to remember. But we're here to help you out. Bill Kaiser on our Medicare team, uh, make sure that you are in the right plan for you, for your budget, um, for everything that gets put together. Should you be in an all-in-one, all-inclusive type of plan, or you should be in something that's more piecemeal, we have it all and we can help you. Um, And folks, let us do that. Let us review what's going on with your Medicare and with, uh, you know, with the retirement side to make sure that you are on the right track at all times. Well, we're out of time for today's show, Bill. It just flew by. Why don't you let our listeners know that web address and phone number one more time? Absolutely. Go to our website. Check us out. Paradvisor.com. P-A-R-Advisor.com. And give us a call at the office, schedule a time, or uh, you can uh, reserve one of these events, 402-557-6730. All right. Thank you, Bill. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Bill Altman. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. 
For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730 or visit their website at P-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.